Hello and welcome to Tiki Taka Masala podcast. This is going to be our first first recording, our first episode of this podcast. And we're going to be covering a few topics today, including the Manchester derby. We have two Manchester-based fans. We've got a City fan and a Manchester yeah, Not Manchester-based. So Manchester. Not Manchester. No, not no, Manchester-based. Manchester no. Far from it. No, not Manchester-based. Yeah. As, as per. And... Um, we're going to be talking about the Manchester derby. We'll also be touching on the Liverpool game as well. And we are going to be talking about the Champions League games as well, which are happening tonight and tomorrow night. We'll also be talking about the Meghan Markle situation with the royal family, <laughs> as it is very much in the news at the moment. And we all have an opinion on this, so we might as well talk about it. But we will start with Manchester City's uh, <coughs> defeat at the Etihad to Manchester United. We'll start with you, Giran, because let's talk, not about the game, but the 21 game on Beaton Street. Let's talk about that first. Yeah, yeah. You know, 21 games is a long, long time. Not just in terms of the games taken, but the type of games that we had. We had FA Cup, I had some CL in there, PL games mixed in. And like all good runs, you know, they have to come to an end sometime. It was just a shame it was against the uh, the red half of, of Manchester. But like like I said to you guys before, getting into the actual game itself, the the manner of which City lost that game was what was most shocking to me. I think that was what was most shocking to most people that watch it. There was no way I thought it was going to go out two uh, nil against United. Especially, you know, with those guys scoring in the first minute. Most teams that come up against us, and if they do score first on a very, very rare occasion and early, there's a long way to go before, you know, before the game ends. And City do tend to come good in the first, in the last half an hour, 15 minutes, right? But in this game, it just didn't happen, which begs the question, you know, was it City playing poorly or was yeah. it Man United playing extremely well and that that's that's where my you, you know think, you my would... head was at after the game I, I couldn't if you ask me now I don't know what it was I, I don't know what the specifics were do you think it was a little bit of complacency <clears throat> on Manchester City then no I, look, I don't think you get complacency with with City I, I, City of old 100% but I don't think complacency comes into it with these guys I think the lineup was uh, yeah like I, I mean Kevin De Bruyne has he been in great form I don't think so can you ever drop a player like De Bruyne anyway? I don't know. But, you know, he's... he's, he's no, you can't. It's, it's a case of most of our players um, that were in the squad were playing quite well. We brought De Bruyne in and it changed things. You know, even the game before that, um, the 4-1, not the 4-1 victory, I forget who it was against now, but uh, we could have and should have won at the end of the day. It just, it just didn't happen for us on the day. Well, Viren, I, I mean, I, I don't think you could have asked for a more perfect start after 34 seconds. You were, you had a penalty after a rash challenge from Jesus. What, how would you, did you feel at the start of that game? You probably went into the game feeling a little bit anxious and then straight away everything was released. I don't think I had enough time, to be honest. I don't think I had enough time to think, oh, they, they didn't start well. We started better, I think. But before the game, I think the build-up, you're thinking, we've, we've got their number most of the time last season. So I wasn't completely unconfident and we were a better side than we are 12 months ago when we beat them you know in front of a whole fat, a whole packed out like Old Trafford that was then you've got to think back to the time at the Etihad 
and you know we done a number we we beat them then fair enough they weren't as good then but they just have this way they just like Pep Guardiola in the city the city way he will never because they're so good at it they're so good at playing how they play they will never change despite us being a counter attacking team they will never change they will never change for even if it's against us and how good we are on the counter they will always change they will always play the same way and we they will always play into our hands for that reason they just can't really seem to crack us most of the time and with the with the penalty do you both i, I think it's pretty much um, unanimous that it was the correct decision on the penalty but the positioning of Jesus and the the attempt to make the tackle, I think, is what kind of shocked most City fans. And no, man, I, I don't of, even. I don't even think it was that. Think. I think you, you know, with with Jesus, we've had this conversation before around Jesus and how you know he's a good player, but it's times like this in big games yeah. where he's being pushed to you know do something, perform, and you know just that trying that little bit too hard in the first first minute rush of blood. He's only twenty odd. All right, he's played quite a lot of games for us in in big games, but. These things do happen, and I guess it's it's down to him then and the other strikers and forwards to change the game, and that just didn't happen. But you're right; it was a pen. You know, if you asked me that three, four years ago, it probably would have been been a bit soft. But today's game, it was a pen. Um, but still, a long way to go to you know turn the game around. But which didn't happen. But uh, the, the the question is what, why. In that situation, he, he's not like he's a young player anymore. It's not like he's nineteen or twenty years old. He he's pretty experienced in the Premier League. To make a challenge like that when you've got two or three or four City players in front in front of Martial, it it's just a little bit of stupidity. Oh, you get taught from a young age. It's, 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 it's a striking that's, that's, challenge. Go on, go on. Man. You get it taught from a young age, isn't it? When you you know you lose the ball, what do you get taught? You get taught to run back and try and get you it. it. And being a striker, obviously you're right. What you just yeah. said there, it's quite clumsy when you you know. You're not really paying attention. You're just, fo- you're just focused on yourself and being annoyed with yourself, really. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, th- I, I, I also on, think, you know, <laughs> if you look at the, the games, games of years gone by when we could have won the league against you at home, you know, winning this yeah. game would have put a big statement down. I, I reckon, yeah. you know, Guardiola would have put it into the heads. We need to win this. Like, even though I don't think it's going to have a, a big effect on Hopefully, you don't snip at this and put it forward in case we do lose it. But I don't think it'll have a big effect on the on the Premier League in the, in the long run. You know, I don't think it, I don't think it will. But he would have put you know a rock up the backsides just before the game to go ahead and win. Um, but look, even the form over the past few years, I don't think it's that bad. Again. I think it's been pretty even. I've got to be honest. Well, the past yeah, couple of years, I think the league cup and looking, the Premier League, it's, it's pretty even. It's not you know one way. Yeah, I think away for each other has been probably our better records. I think at the Etihad, I think I was thinking about this. Remember when Rashford come onto the scene? I think since then, our record at the Etihad has not been terrible. And I think it's the same for you, lot at Old Trafford. I think yeah. you know we come to the, we we always come to the Etihad, and I think well, we must have been we've never been favourites. Was it last year or the year before where Blue Head Popper oh, uh, uh, come to the Etihad? Yeah, a lot of time, a lot of time, walked all over it. It was a, it was a French flag. That was blend that was just fading away, and it's, it looked it looked to see blue. Dark French. It was dark I, blue did, for the French. What I'm sure, I'm sure that was in January, and in in the January transfer window, there was speculation yeah. of him going to City, and then they played City yeah, and he's great. got blue yeah. hair. What what, uh, what trophy did you win for that that year? Ah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. nothing. Ask Viren. Yeah. Yeah. What Viren trophy did you get for that? I don't know, we won the Europa League win, you know, we had a tough game. We probably had another tough game. <laughs> no, he, no, to be fair, that's what I said to you when when we won the game. <laughs> I was straight on it, and I said. 
big game Thursday. Because <laughs> we're in big game Thursday now. Because we can't win this. We're playing the competition, but we can't win. Yeah, yeah we can might be able to catch you. He, he, he did collect the city tears, though, didn't he? He collected the city tears of the fans. Because I didn't, I didn't really understand how big that game was for City fans until I watched the... Um, what, what do you mean? How big nothing. the game was and for City fans? Come on. That was, that was... Okay, that was a massive... The, the, the fans before the game loved it. They were like, we're going to win the league against United. It's going to be the best. It's, you know, we're going to smash them. Then we're going to party all over Manchester. And you, and obviously, it didn't it didn't change the outcome, right? But for United fans, they would have liked that. I'm, yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. should have. Well, that game sort of meant what it meant this time. Like we won the game last time. We thought, okay, let's let's close this gap and not make this completely, you know, degrading the amount they're going to win this by. But it didn't help. Yeah. But maybe you know, might might be different this time. We need to show like because we're in that same place now. But the season after, after you got your hundred points. We went out and went, didn't get a centre-back and we went and bought Fred and Dallow. It's sort of all about for us now winning this game, closing the gap on you lot, like we did, well, not like we did in 17-18, but sort of kicking on from there and getting, you know, well, another centre-back still, I guess, now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, co- co- I mean coming, back, coming back onto this game, United are 1-0 up, a minute's gone. What's going through Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's head? What, wh- how, how did... That that moment in the game affect Man United's game plan for the rest of the game. Do you want game. me to tell you what's going through Ole Solskjaer's head after he's won that game? <laughs> <laughs> after the goal, after the goal. Yeah, after the goal. Is there a, is there a sound effect of outer space? Because that is what's going on in his, in his head. He has no idea. I'm telling you now, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Cardiff manager, has no idea how he's doing it. I promise you that. That is what that is what is he literally got lucky with making the my signing. blood boil right now. That is what's making my blood boil. He, he he's got a very good team. Oh, mate. He's got a very good team, yeah. but he can't keep he can't sustain it. This team's played very badly. Also. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. If Mourinho has this team, he challenges for the league. Hang on. Wait, wait, and wait, I know wait. United are second, but they're not challenging P, what, P, for the league what, at all. What, the, what are the difference between this? Oh, Bruno, right? Who else? Bruno. Bruno, McTominay a bit longer down the line. Bruno, a, a Bruno, Bruno Fernandez, Shaw, right? One he got Maguire. He would have got he's his Shaw. Shaw. He signed Maguire. Only, only player is. Yeah, but this Shaw is different. I'm, I'm saying if you give, if you, if you gave Jose, Jose Mourinho this squad that United have now with the quality that they've got in this squad now, with McTominay developed more, Shaw developed more, right? Even um, Alex Tellez, like as one Bissaka, left back. Juan Bissaka, you've got Dean Henderson pushing um, uh, uh, David De Gea, right? This squad is much better than what he had, and he won the Europa League with that squad. I think he definitely wins a trophy with this squad, and Solskjaer is not a winner. I don't know well, what you've got. You've got to win your world. first trophy somewhere, haven't you? Like, I don't, I don't Where, Where's his first trophy coming from? Well, I don't know. We've got, <laughs> we're in three, four competitions at the moment. We've got, well, three. We've got to go and win. We've got to win one of them. We were sem- we got to we yeah, got to the semi three semi finals last yeah, year. Yeah, and it's, it wasn't good enough. He knows that. There's nothing you can do about it. But I'm saying that you know, don't get me wrong. You know, Mourinho, okay, Mourinho with this then, team, well, then, Mourinho it... with this team. Yeah, he would have done a bit better. But that's you know, we don't have Mourinho. What, I still what, don't what, get your point of Mourinho with this team. I I, I don't get it. Yeah, maybe you know, you know Cavani. You, maybe a Cavani would have loved this. Yeah, he would have loved yeah, this right. Mar- playing yeah. the Mourinho. Yeah, do you do you not do you not think a better manager, a better manager at Manchester United would win a trophy with this squad? But no, that, 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 that's, no, that's, that's different. No, that, one second. That, that's, no, a, that's a different question, question. From, your, from your from your first question. If you, if you're talking about um, uh, Mourinho and what the the squad that he had the first time, like you say, Bruno Fernandes, all right, is that X factor player that they've had? Yeah, of course, is going to improve them. But at the end of the day, it's down to Mourinho to go and improve those players. 
and make them better. Like, did he do that? United, I don't think so. Is he doing that at Tottenham again? I, I don't think so. But uh, this okay, is... uh, uh, go on. Fair, fair enough, then, because you can say that Oligan Social has developed Luke Shaw into a player that he is at the moment. A development, Tom and A. Um, you know, Dan James is doing okay. Bruno Fernandez is, is what it is. I don't know how much influence Social has on that, but he probably probably is a lot. He's probably a very good man manager. The oh, well, interviews of the players that he's. Let's ask the man manager. himself, not Oligan Social. I'm not going to turn up on the podcast. Ask for what's uh, how much credit do you give? To the Norwegian for this. Okay, so, so well, we've we've played in phases really, haven't we? Since he's come in, I think. So we got we got we got the job and he played against Cardiff and we won five one against um, who was it? Car- yeah, against Cardiff. Yeah, sorry, we won five one. And then we went on a run, you know, and that's fair enough. That's the new manager bounce, whatever it is. We won twelve in fourteen, uh, twelve in fourteen games, I think. And then that period hit after the PSG game and we just we involved a 4-0 loss to Everton. He went to go and apologise to the fans. So we played, you know, we went into a downward slope. But then in the window, we signed Aaron Wan-Bissaka, Harry Maguire, Dan James. And obviously, I think, well, I, we needed maybe another striker. But obviously, Martial, you can't say he didn't do the business last year. Third place, 20, you know, from what were we, sixth place to third place. You know, both Rashford, Martial and getting 20, 25 goals. So he's clearly improved them. But then it's a matter of, you know, Rashford's obviously getting older. He's going to get better. And I think Martial is, he's very hot and cold, Martial. I, I don't know where, where I stand on him at the moment. But especially <laughs> after, well, I thought I knew where I stood on him. But then, but then he goes and puts in that performance on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. He's living off that one, he's living off that one goal, that one commentary moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, still. That will okay, always live. And I called that. But the, the, you know, anyway, over Solskjaer. And again, it seems to just be a bit more, I think I allowed the first half, the first part of this season, because everyone was, everyone was dying on it. It's Liverpool were shipping seven, City ship five, we ship six. You know, I'll allow it. I think, and then we sort of came into form, and you know, the little dip in form is natural because obviously, let's be honest, no one's Pep Guardiola right now, are they? Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola, it, but they're not. But they're not, and we know they have a good January, and we, we na- you know, naturally during the Christmas time, when you know fixtures are you know fixtures per week, you have a lot of them. I think, you know, we're naturally going to slip off one game, you know, one or two games and losing Pogba, Van der Beek, not having that creative midfielder in there has uh, probably hurt us, you know, come, you know, into the going into January, February, especially against Palace. You saw, you know, everyone was, everyone seemed like they were the problem that day. But yeah, I think overall with Solskjaer, it's, it's sort of when we're in the up moment here, you know, going up. So maybe, you know, we can use this as another trough maybe or peak. And I think we just need to stay sort of consistent. We can't go and walk against Palace like that, like we did on Wednesday. We, I can expect well, it once every now and then because it happened under Fergie. We drew nil-nil. I mean, you know, we'd lose games. You know, so I think we went, it was a game against Blackburn, I think. Steve Keane was managing Blackburn. And we just, you know, you just switch off sometimes. You just have those times, right? And, we, you know, you lose games. You draw games and not score. But I think the main thing is sort of just find some consistency. And I think he's slowly doing that, I think. Well, what what is the goal now? What 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 is the aim? Well, that's is it to finish second or is it what? Like, well, now we last well last year we finished third and we got uh, all all through like all, every single semi final I think. So, so yeah. I was, that did leave me thinking, what's this year? Because realistically, Liverpool well, <laughs> hindsight's funny thing. Liverpool, you know, they they didn't look like stopping. City were only going to get stronger. So, well, you thought they were going to bring in a centre back, Nathan Ake. Bought, oh, they did. Yeah, they, they brought in a centre back. They definitely, they definitely did bring bought in a centre back. Yeah, 
And then I'm thinking, what is our what is our ambition here? And I'm just, you know, I'm taking it game by game and I'm looking at us. And I was like, we're coming from behind. We've just we've just lost six. We're coming from behind every game. And we're we've just beaten Burnley. And I'm thinking, we're not, we don't want this. Honestly, I can tell that we don't want this. And it sort of the sort of that that feeling was sort of what I felt during this time. Like we didn't really want this league. And it's like that that's not what we set out to do at the start of the season. So like I don't know, I guess right now, well the situation we're in now, realistically it would have been yeah, it would have been second, I guess, last season and improved, thinking when the season started. But now obviously we're in the position it still is second, but maybe not so much focus on the league now. Let's go and convert one of these semi finals now. Yeah, I think I think you're spot on there. Um moving on to Man City. Um it's hard to criticise a team at all, even after a defeat like that, yeah. when they've won that many games in a row and just blown every team away, home and away. So, Kieran, give me your um, give me your rundown of that game then from from the city what was point of view. We didn't bring yeah. the intensity. <laughs> straight away you know what you know what you know what right Viren has just put it in a perfect perfect way do you know what we're telling this story about how United dropped points against against a crappy Blackburn with Steve Keane United and our Blackburn to see really? that is exactly wow. what has just happened right um, Blackburn weren't second. They might have been twenty points behind, but they weren't second. <laughs> uh, no, no. You know, in all seriousness, you know, you you do have these, you have, you do have these times, and and I do think if there was a time to lose, being in our position, that game was the was the game to lose. Oh. For for the uh, Champions League um, games, for the League Cup games, for the FA Cup games, and the Prem running. You know, I'd I'd rather lose now, so Pep can sit them down, and they can all you know take the weight off the shoulders from keeping that run going, uh, and now just focus on a game by game basis. This twenty one win stuff just was getting getting you know quite heavy, uh, I believe for some of them, but now they can just go to go back to basics. What's the next game? Apply the tactics, take the W, move on, and that's what we're gonna do. I think it's very something. easy to get caught up in the hype of it, isn't it? Like, you know, you're in 21 wins and maybe you just need to lose sometimes. Coming up to, you know, this important stage, March, April, May time now, when you've got so many big fixtures, it's, in, it's just important to know, OK? Because if you won 35, 36 games in a row, you're thinking, oh, OK, so we're just going to go out and do the same thing again, again, again. You're not actually correcting yourself. You're not actually improving. Yeah. So when it comes to a big final against Bayern Munich or someone. Exactly. You're not you're not going to be at that standard. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think you know what if you if you just look at the, the the game and dissect it and see how replicable it is in the future, it isn't like not not every team that's going to come to the Etihad or we go away uh, are going to get a pen in the first minute and then defend for the whole game and be a counter attack. It's, yeah. it's not going to happen. Like it, it, yeah, that that is such an anomaly, and you have to take that anomaly on the chin and uh, move on. Yeah. So, and do you know what? Fair play to Manchester United because no. Going to the Etihad and def- defending for ninety minutes is say- you can say it right, but doing it is more difficult. Oh, 100%. like they 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 stayed they stayed disciplined to like stop balls over the top. They had they, you know Cancelo can pick a pass and De Bruyne is right there. Like 
the, the amount of quality to be able to pick apart defenses is incredible. The Man City team and the fact that they stopped, they kept a clean sheet. I think is probably more impressive than scoring two goals. Keeping a clean sheet against Man City is just an incredible achievement. But just just a last a last point on this game, and we, we'll 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 go into Luke Shaw more when we do a um, a show regarding the England squad. But how good? is Luke Shaw playing at the moment and how good was that goal? I think the key thing that the Luke Shaw goal was sort of it was just sort of a well he just placed it well if that's what he meant to do I'm, he's just sort of aimed for the corner and it's gone in really isn't it let's be honest I think with thing with Luke Shaw what you'll see is that he's always been quick he's always just he's always been you know he's always been rapid down the wing he's always been good on the ball the size of him now he isn't fat I'll tell you that for now he's not fat he is prop. He is beefed up properly now, and he is as quick as he still was. Or you know, might have dropped off a little bit, but he is yeah. as quick as he still was. And I think I just don't see, and especially with Chilwell being in and out, I think yeah, Luke, Luke Shaw's probably you know shooing now for that England left back spot. Man. Yeah, I I I I'd probably agree that as Chilwell, well. Chilwell, good player, good athlete. He's good. He's like he's got a good athletic way, but he's not as quick. Well, no look, look who else is there apart from Chilwell? No, there isn't. Like, no, no, like, there who isn't. else is there? Well, he's, he's Chilwell or Justin. Or, or, no. or, or Cresswell. Yeah, Cresswell's been playing well. You know, he's, he's up Cresswell's there. Cresswell's been playing well, yeah. But, but Luke Shaw, and again, if if he, if he Harry Maguire's in that defence, there's going to have that United link. I know we're not playing the same side as him, but, you know, they'll have that, they'll have that link up. You know, we, we could even go with a six-foot-six left-back. Yeah, Walker Burn. Stones, Maguire, Shaw, work, it works well. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, that's the uh, Manchester derby. We'll move on to, to a game that... I really did not enjoy watching at all. It was Liverpool's sixth defeat at home <laughs> in a row. Six. I, I like. I, I'm not sure why I agreed to start this podcast on this specific. Oh, I, I think. I think I should have started it on a on a day where we win. But it is what it is, and we're just terrible now. We, it, it, when 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 I watch Liverpool at the moment. I, I even said to, to people before the game, I know what's going to happen. They're going to score a goal and then defend and we're not going to be able to break them down. And that's exactly what happened. I, we, 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 we seemed, we, we lack creativity. We lack, we lack defensive shape. We play a high line without any pressing anymore. And I, I don't really know what is happening. Like even, even Mane, we had, we had Mane, Salah, Jota, um, listen, Shakiri's not great, but we had Shakiri on, on the pitch. They should be able to score goals against Fulham. Fulham, yeah. Fulham you know have been I mean? defending well recently, but you know, on the pitch, no, no disrespect. They've, they've played well, but it's Fulham. So, yeah. so P, right? We we talked about this previously, but you know, when he's when he's come on to build his lineup for this game, and he's made and he's made X amount of changes, he's challenging for top four. What is he thinking? What is he's thinking? Do you know what he's thinking? thinking? He's thinking. Hold on, I've got like I'm not gonna like I've got Leipzig on Wednesday, right? I think he's looking to what looking to that game. Mm. I really he's got Leipzig. It's a home game against Fulham, right? And he he knows. I I don't think he knows. Okay, the league's gone. Not the league. The top four's gone, right? Like I I don't I think it's a it's a stretch for us to to get top four like before the game. After the game, it's even. I don't. I don't think we're going to get it, but I don't know. I don't know what Klopp's thinking, right? But the the changes that he made, I think he had to. I think he had to just do try something different, you know. Like 
you can't but, just keep but was he trying something same... different, Pete? I, I don't think he was trying anything different. I think it was just a change of personnel. Like it wasn't. Yeah, he's it wasn't resting anything... as well. Yeah, I, I get resting. I get resting, but doing what was it seven, eight changes at, at one time when you push him for for top four? Do you feel like he thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one and I'm not really bothered what the result is, or do you think it's a more of a case of you know I'm gonna rest players, but hopefully my front three turn it on? What do you think? The the latter, hundred percent. Yeah, what he's done yeah. is he's gone right. I'll play my, I'll play, I'll play a few young players. Like that defect. Like people say, oh Liverpool or this and Liverpool or that. Right, the, it's not the same squad at all. It was absolutely not the same squad. To to say that, okay, the club is the same, right? The the stadium is the same, right? The players on the pitch are not the same as as last year. So of course there's going to be a downfall, right? Yeah. But you, I see what you're saying. He play, he puts like seven changes in. But it was a case of, OK, I've got Salah, Jota is back. Hopefully he can pick up some form like he did before he got injured. And we've got Shakiri. you know. Hopefully they can, they can nick a goal or one or two and then we'll see off the game. It doesn't happen, right? Because for some reason, it is an absolute <laughs> carbon copy of the goal at Craven Cottage where Salah picks up the ball after a set piece on the right-hand side. It's literally the same. He, he tries to chest it at Craven Cottage. He tries to chest it down. He gets pushed, he falls over, and it and it falls to uh, Deckard over Reed, and he smashes it across <laughs> Allison and, and his score. It's the same thing. He gets caught yeah. on the ball edge of the box. Lamina nicks in, he smashes it across goal, and it's one 0 Yeah, and I think I think if Liverpool score, sorry, if Fulham score, they score. I think that's not the that's not the problem. I think Liverpool playing this way last year, they played this way, and they just sort of they don't have. I'm not gonna I'm gonna say it normally. They don't have the intensity that they had last year. Like it's just we not can't there. say that word on this podcast now. Say no, it. I said it normally. Say it. I can't. I've said it intensity. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> they don't have the same. Fair enough, the quality of the players, the front three aren't, you know, front three aren't clicking. And after three, four years, I, was like, oh, I sort of do sympathise with them. But then, you know, there's your, you know, you've got to have your goals for midfield, you know, your Ronaldo, who was making those midfield runs, you know, against Barcelona. He, he was the hero of that game. You know, his midfield runs were the key. And I think. It's a classic, isn't it? You know, when, you're, when your strikers are, you know, drying up yeah, and you're not scoring many goals, I think the main thing is, like, you know, that's how important goals from midfield are. Like, you see what City are doing now. City's front three isn't necessarily yeah, but, but performing. Honestly, it's interchanging. Honestly, it's changing you, you every can't, week. You can't compare our squad to City's squad. You can't. Yeah, but, you, any, you, but you still need a midfield. You know, you have your strikers and you still need a mid, an extra midfielder. No, the there. thing is, is, Man City's creativity... Does not come from Walker and Zinch. Okay, Cancelo this year is definitely because he's moved into the midfield, but he's coming centrally to give the creative opinion, right? Whereas our creativity comes from the fullbacks and our yeah. midfield are the workhorses that they are. That's how we play. So when we're in a situation, the, pro- the I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a rundown of how our games go. They go out wide because that's our creativity, and we can't swing it in because they're either playing five at the back and got three centre backs on our on our small strikers, right? And we can't break them down through the midfield because we've not got the creativity. So, so is it harsh you... on Trent and Robbo to say that they're not? It's more them not doing the business than on your. Front yeah, three? I think it is harsh because Trent and Robbo thrive on being able to take a, take a game to to the opposition, win the ball back quickly. They're up right, and they're going and they're whipping early balls in. Um, everyone knows how good they are at delivering uh, delivering crosses into the box, right? But when they're delivering crosses into the box and there is seven or eight defenders in the box and you've got Salah, Mane and Firmino or even just Salah or Mane or Wijnaldum making a run or whatever, 
that is difficult to to yeah to try, especially when they most teams play three centre backs against us. So we've not got the height in there. And then you look at the situation where okay, if a if a team is so far back and you can't send crosses in, try and hit one from outside the box or try and get a um, a little through ball through to you. It's just not happening for us. It's not, we don't have the players. We've so, not got. So one one, que- yeah, one on. question on this right, and I I love that question because I don't think you know. Um, I don't think Liverpool, if you look at what they were doing last year compared to this year, I don't think it's obviously the same thing. But just isolating your, your full-backs, Trent Alexander-Arnold, if you asked me last year, are you going to the Euros? I say yes all day, every day. Oh, my God. Every, every day of the year. Now, if you <laughs> if you say it this year, what you what are you thinking? Because, you know, I, I, I'm not so oh, sure. Trent Alexander-Arnold is the best right-back in the world and it's not like, and that's full stop. I don't think we should even get involved because Gareth yeah. Southgate for the past two, he's not the past two years. He, even so, last year, he wouldn't have started. Simple no, as. okay. He might not start in England because of how England play and the, and the options England have. He's not the right best right back, back in the world. That is but just a shocking he is the best. Who's better? Who, who's a better right back? I'll take Kat. Oh, for, in the past two years, over the past two years, modern who's day, better, who's modern day, he's up there. I think. Who is the better yeah, right back? Yeah, up there, but he's not the best. I think we all have a case for our right backs, to be honest. Like Walker is, he, come on, bro. You take you take Cancelo's the past two years and tell me who's been better over the past two years as a right back. Yeah, but what what do you mean? Just over the past two years, I'm talk, I'm talking about taking him to the Euros. Talking about the past two years, it just proved my point. Last year, I would have said yes, he's going to the Euros. You say this year, I don't. I'm not taking him. I ain't taking him at all. Wait, who, which right backs are you taking? Oh, Kyle Walker over Trent Alexander Arnold all day long. I'm not sure what Trippier's situation is. So, okay, you know, Trippier doesn't. You might have to take. You might have to take Trent because he's been involved with that gamble. The thing but... is, right? I understand. I understand the point of like. Well, can Trent he not play in the Euros? Defensively. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if his ban's just for this season in for club football or for um, oh, take a look at international that. football. I'm, I'm not too sure on that one. Go on, Pete. I'll I, I, check. I, I, okay, go on. Going back to the Euros. Yeah, go right? on. We, we will do it. We will do a detailed um, uh, England squad uh, show at some point as well, going into Euros, but. Comparing him to uh, Walker and Wan-Bissaka, right? Defensively, absolutely, absolutely. He's he he. Where we need to improve, or he just struggled, right? But going forward, he is the best right back in the world going forward, right? Yeah, probably. So, yeah, I guess so. It, but again, it, that's how you play. It's again, it's Robbo's. Yeah, it's how Liverpool play. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing is, that there that are doesn't many, matter. That's irrelevant. He has the technique. He has technique to play like that. There aren't many. Clubs in the world, I can't think of, right, that rely on their fullbacks to be their creative players, right, and not their midfielders, right, because it's abnormal. But so, for, looking for England, right, if you're, I understand what you're saying, play, you can't play, playing Trent and Shaw, right, but Shaw is not a not as attacking as like Robertson, right. I think Shaw Shaw is very good defensively as well. But it, when you've got Foden and Madison and Grealish and X, Y, Z number of players that can play creativity. You don't need that at right back, but it helps when I reckon him him playing and Kane in the box, Kane, Rashford, uh, Grealish, those attacking players, Sancho down the right hand side. The, the combination with Sancho and and him it would be similar to how uh, he plays with San, with Salah and him. So I think he should be in the squad. But I understand the point of I, I would personally if I'm taking two. I'm taking him and in between Walker and Wambasaka. I I don't know which one. Um, I I probably prefer Walker over Wambasaka, but I can't. I don't think you can't not take Wambasaka. So if we Walker's if we play Walker's, TAA, 
with what horror? Look, we'll do an all, whole episode, and I imagine. But if we play Trent Alexander-Arnold with a weak centre back next to him, we're going to get eaten alive. We haven't got Rio well, and no, Terry it, as years gone by. It's not the same thing. If you put him in that line, if he wants to switch to a back three, if he wants to switch to a back three, then he can go Trent Walker, Maguire, yeah, Stone, could. Shaw, or whatever. Yeah, yeah he could, that. but not that not works. back four. Like, we will get eaten alive in that position. No, because who, who's his partner? Oh, you, you bring you bring Gomez in, but like, come on, is Gomez gonna? Is yeah, Gomez yeah. gonna. I mean, bring the bring the game with uh, with Trent. I, I, I mean, in, ter- in terms of, in terms of um, in terms of England, hopefully we'll have. Um, a few more players back. Maybe Gomez will be fit. Probably not. And I think if Gomez if Gomez is fit, he starts, but he's not. He's not going to be fit, so it'll be two different centre backs. Um, but yeah, we'll go. We'll go into that in a, in a different segment. But going back to Liverpool, um, I'm, I'm going to chuck one out there. Going back, going back to Liverpool now. Is like, I heard a lot of talk of it, and it's like you know they said on Sky Sports actually maybe before or just after the game. And they're you know they're questioning is this the worst title redemption ever? What, the, the, I, he's I dropped it is, in. I don't know where this is coming. He's dropped it in there. Is it? I've heard it a lot, and I've got stuff to say about it as well. Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't know where this is coming from because Chelsea finished. Chelsea were fifteenth and sacked Mourinho. Yeah. Okay. So what I want to say is, so it's it's bad. It's very bad, but it's not the worst. (laughs) Yeah. Very bad. (laughs) It's very very bad. I'm not saying it's not bad. It's very bad. Incredible. No, it is very bad. It's not the worst. In terms of title redemption, right? On what points on board? Okay, no, obviously it's not. Statistically, it's not. But I'm, I'm, in terms of like actual performance from year to year, you think about Mourinho's teams, right? They were sort of more pragmatic style. You know, they go and win the game 1-2-0. They see that maybe a third in the last minute. You know, they'd have that, that change of pace or something like that. And fair enough, that's the same with Liverpool. You have that sudden moment where you press them and you start your attack high up. And that is just... It, it, the actual performance isn't there, though. I think in terms of performance drop-off, I think this is one of the biggest ones. Yeah, in terms of performance drop-off... Because in ter- a Chelsea it, team right? playing first at- and Chelsea team playing 10th, the actual performance level and like the quality of it is not much different. Because you look at... It's just that got, moment of magic missing. We're looking at absolute two extremes. We're looking, yeah. we're looking at a team that blitzed the league. At, at this point, we'd won the league pretty much, right? We were 20-odd points above second, right? Think about where the, where the league is now. City are 20, 20 odd points above, probably. I mean, I've not got the league in front of me, but I think it might be sixth or seventh, right? We were 20 odd points above second. We smashed everyone. We blitzed everyone. We're looking at the 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 the, the very extreme top of uh, the best of Liverpool and then the lowest of Liverpool, the str- like the season after. So the drop off, yes, the drop off is probably one of the worst ever in the Premier League in season. In terms of from, performance. In terms of performance of a team looking at one season and looking at another season, it is one of the worst. But yeah. it's not the worst title defence ever because Chelsea finished 10th and sat in the manager. So <laughs> it can't true. be. It's I not over terms, yet. Let yeah, me tell you. It ain't over yet. You guys could drop a few more places. No, we could finish 10th. Yeah, you, you we could, could, we could, could finish 10th. A few more places. Listen, if we finish 10th... Oh, Lord. I don't know. It won't be that, but you'll pick up some yeah, form somewhere. Yeah, but we've been saying this for how long? You know, the Fulham game was the changing game. That's true. The game still has a chance to make, make a change. Yeah. But I tell you what the biggest happen. mistake here is. I've said this to Pete again on previous occasions. I've said this to him previously. The biggest mistake you've made is not... Is, is, I know, fair enough, you might have been resorted to it, but just go and play one of the kids at centre-back. Henderson no, no, needs no, to be, no. Henderson needs to be in centre-midfield. Yes, of course he, he needs, needs to be. Centre to be. But when you he, again, right. he's not that player. He's not that player that has that much quality. But the way he knew when to set the press and what Klopp wanted in terms of tactically going forward, yeah. I think he just knew. He's, he just a, brilliant, knew he's a brilliant midfielder, and he, he had to play in the midfield. Need, for that. Yeah, to, to yeah. put Fabinho back there with a kid, Fabinho and what's his face? Phillips yeah, but what or, about um, when you don't have any kids? You have a kid. 
Williams. Sorry? Yeah, but so, like, what about when Williams was injured or Phillips was injured? Well, I, and Gomez I mean, they and Van Dijk and Matic was injured. Then what? I don't, I don't know, to be honest, but I just think Henderson should have played in the midfield. Whatever, whatever situation. Kabak's been injured. Henderson's been injured. Someone just add the violin sound effects, please. Because, you know, injuries injuries are only specific to Liverpool. Only specific to these guys. Never happened before. Do you know what's funny? Do you know what's funny? Last year, last year, Man City, uh, Man City lost Laporte, right? And all City <laughs> fans will cry. That's why you've won the league. We've got no Laporte. We're playing Fernandinho at centre-back. This and that. But we've got all these injuries and people are saying that it's not a problem. It's waffle. Waffle. Absolute waffle. You lot last year were crying because you lost Laporte, right? And that's why, you didn't, that's why you didn't challenge, right? This year, we've had six, seven, eight injuries in the same position and you're saying, oh, nah. Yeah. You know what it is. You know what second, it is. We just we recruit very well. We're a very very well run football club, unlike um, certain other northwest yeah. teams. You do well, yeah, other Ar- the Ar- yeah. You can you're gonna do well yeah. with the Arab money. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but this is the thing. Like, why, why hasn't he been backed? Right. So we've talked about this, and you know Jurgen Klopp. He did well last year. You have to build on it. Why didn't you go? Why didn't you get back? You only had eleven. Why didn't you get year? back? You why why wasn't Why wasn't he back? Because FSG are stingy. That's why. Stingy. Well, not not. Okay, listen. We, what what have we spent since we won the Champions League? We won the Champions League and the Premier League. Who who have we we bought? Jota, Thiago, Minamino, Shimikaz. Who have City bought since they won the league? <laughs> Ruben Diaz, Ferran Torres, bargain. Jao Cancelo, bargain. Rodri, Phil Foden's obviously he's, he's from the Jao youth academy, but he's now a first team player. So. I'll end this discussion here. Right? Manchester City, well done for winning the, winning the Premier League. But then again, <laughs> you, you, Man City have won the Premier League when there's no fans in stadiums. So they're used to it. Like Sterling's not had, been in an atmosphere since he left Liverpool. <laughs> so going to an empty stadium is like, it's, it's just common for them. You know what I mean? Anyway, right, right. I'm gonna, well, yeah, anyway, say your last back point. on the Liverpool. The, the transfer thing, right? The, the transfer thing. The transfer thing, right, is... Liverpool had an 11, what they played really well with. When you've got an 11 that's that good, you can't get into that team. Or, saying that, even if you do get into that team, because you're playing in, such, in teams in such form, it makes the likes of Origi... You see what Origi turned into, uh, what was it, last season, two seasons, you know, last two seasons. Oh, don't mention Origi, I'm going to have PTSD. Like, yeah, well, that's obviously <laughs> that's different now because he's in a poorer team. But, like, anyone plays well coming off the bench. But honestly, you know, Origi, if you're in a good team, you can be uh, in the form. He's the human full-time whistle. He is just... He comes on... And I just remember, I don't know who, I don't know who it was against. I can't remember, but he was what he played. He started, I think it Everton or a few games ago. He started. He was one on one. I think it was a, ge- a game against Burnley or Brighton, one of them where we lost. Right, it was one on one, and he hits the bar. He's got money next to him, and he hits the bar, and that's when I was just finished with the gun. He's he's done a lot mm-hmm. for us, you know, some great goals, but he 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 is just absolutely finished, and. Um, yeah, that's Liverpool. We are going to go into the Champions League games, though. Right now, we're yeah. going to we're going to give a few few predictions. We're going to start today with um, Juventus against Porto. Porto go into the game after beating Juventus two one at home. Uh, so Juventus are going into this game with an away goal. If they get one goal at home, Juventus, then um, then they'll, then they'll be winning the game. So how how do you guys think this is going to go in Turin? Is it in Turin? I watched that. Yeah, it's yeah, in Turin. in Turin. I watched that. Oh, actually, yeah, it is, yeah. Because I, I watched the game. I think I watched the first half or so. Yeah, I watched the first first half. And I thought, as good as Porto were, 
I watched most of the game actually. I think the you know the, how good Porto were. I can't help but think that tonight it's just it's going to be a Ronaldo moment. There's just going to be a Cristiano Ronaldo moment where he's just going to score a goal and they go through. He's going to score a goal and take the top off and then on his back is going to be spray-painted the uh, Sporting Lisbon logo. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's that as well. Yeah, It's going to be the Liverpool injury list. That would be seen. (laughs) (laughs) What's that got to do with anything? You're going to need three Ronaldo, I think, to to get the whole list. Oh, wow, Okay. Bro, he's, not enough, he's not got enough backspace to, to cover our injury with this man. He needs he needs a second person. Maybe maybe one quadrado could uh, maybe help him out. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I think I just can't help but think for as good as Port I were, and they were very good until um who scored it? Oh, what's his name? Chiesa scored the goal. I think they were decent. I think they were really good. They, they obviously scored two very early goals in both halves. But in terms of actually, like, Juventus had no idea. They had no creativity. Like, they, they couldn't play. They couldn't pass through. They were trying everything. They lumped it up to Ronaldo. He couldn't do anything. But given his history, I just can't help but think it's just going to be his moment today. He's just going to score the important goal and they'll go through. Because that's what he's been doing his whole career. Okay. No, like, Ronaldo effects... You know, with him in in the team, you just know it's going to happen. But then, I also think, you know, it's it's at home. They should win anyway. They, they should they should really take the take the win. They should just win the game. Yeah, because like, if they win the game and don't concede, then yeah. If I know if they win the game and win the game, that's it. That's that's yeah. That's the uh... exactly and exactly and you know their 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 league form isn't hasn't been too bad either. So um, of recent, so they no. can they can push on. But you know what? I don't really care about this game. The the, the game that I'm more focused on is the, the Dortmund Sevilla game. Like that, that's yeah. more. I mean, we'll give, we'll give our predictions for the, for this game. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be one all, and I think Paul are going to go through. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get them sure. in the finals and smash them again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got them. You got easy draw. Well, that's it. You'll get them. That's the easy draw, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much, um, how much Sheikh Mansour paid paid the way for last time. Someone from Gladbach. I think it was quite a lot. Someone from Gladbach, actually. Don't you forget it. We will buy our club and we'll burn it down. Do not forget about that. (laughs) I, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe that in talks to get Shaq Dardones back into the Champions League, just, just for them to draw Man City. So I I remember two, three years when I was before this. (laughs) And we got them. I mean, Shaq Dardanesque, it was another team as well. Um, Munch and Gladbach was, was one that we used to have. Yeah, like, you get Munch and Gladbach twi- a lot. Twice mm-hmm. yeah. in, the, in the group stage. I think it's just the exact same game uh, year on year. But look, it's a Champions League. You it's seem to get Olympiacos as well a few times. Do we? I can't remember. But... I think. No, I don't, I don't, I'm sure you I don't got think you've always, you always, you always got a Dynamo club. You've you always got a trip yeah. to Ukraine. I mean, look, yeah, when, you, got when you're Ukraine, in Ukraine, but you know, penciled in. Viren, this is what happens when, you, when you're in the Champions League. Um, yeah, you, 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 listen. You, you, I'm happy to be part of this. I'm happy you, to be part you, of this. You go, you go to, you go to places in, you know, mainland Europe and, yeah. and places like that. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't, we don't tend to go to Kazakhstan and then have to fly back yeah. to. Oh, we go we don't do that here. We got to go San Siro. We got to go to a bigger stadium than you have. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, but to yeah, be fair, yeah, like, that's literally one of those. I feel like if United played Leon, they wouldn't get smashed by Musa Dembele. Yeah, <laughs> if I speak, <laughs> and our left winger might score that. Goal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't back Rashford yeah, in front yeah. of an open goal. But I back him to score that one. Right. Okay. Um, Dortmund against Sevilla. 
Uh, wait, did you give your predictions for that one? For Juventus Porto? Um, all I'm saying is Ronaldo's going to yeah, score. Yeah, I'm not doing that one. Yeah. Right, okay. Let's, gonna let's get on to the interesting go, one. This is the one that everyone loves. Yeah, Dortmund Sevilla. Yeah, yeah. Dortmund okay. have uh, just uh, been beaten by Bayern at the weekend. I feel like they were a little bit unlucky given the scoreline 4 2, but, you know. Lewandowski decided to turn up after Haaland decided to turn up. I know. Up. Can we just can we pause and... there for that name that you've just mentioned? This this boy, <laughs> it, Who? Er, Erling Braut Haaland. Haaland. Like <laughs> this guy, wow, machine. Did you did you see his goals? Did He's you see built his... different. Yeah, like he reminds me. He reminds me of Vision. <laughs> he, he just which one? He looks. He's... Spoiler alert: the white one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, coming off the, coming off the game uh, after after losing to Bayern at the weekend, um, they 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 won three two at in Sevilla coming into the game with three away goals. Um, yeah, Holland is just it, an insane player. Sancho's starting to you know get into a little bit of form at the moment as well. Um, what do you reckon, Dortmund Sevilla? Oh, you know what? I, I'm. This is why I'm saying it's so interesting, because like you say, they've, they've just come back off the loss after the weekend. They might be a bit more, you know, up for the game, but it's three two, right? And and it's in it's in Dortmund's favour. They're at home. They should go through. Her um, Haaland's in in form, but you never know with Sevilla. They have this knack of of driving forward with with victories. This is with, it. Uh, in, in these big big games. I know it's not the Europa League final, but you know they've they've done it in the past, and if it, you know, I, I think I think it could be a one-one, but there's going to be goals there. Hundred percent, there's going to be goals. Yeah, there'll be definitely definitely some goals tonight. Yeah, I mean, so I think even if Dortmund tried to shut up shop, I, they're just that sort of team. They can't help themselves. They will just they will just go forward. That's they how they play. The team right? they've got. That, they'll just yeah, continue exactly. To go that, that's the type of plays that they have, and that's what they have to do. Otherwise, they just fall back on the sword. Yeah. They're, they've just got to go for it. Well, then, I think they've got a couple of injuries, I think. I saw Rayner. They're not in the best of Rayner wasn't in. Either. Um, yeah. In Sevilla. They've only won one of their last four games since that Dortmund defeat. Since so, yeah, I mean, I can't see Sevilla now. They, they, have, to, they, uh, they have to avoid, really, Dortmund scoring. Because if, if Dortmund score, then Sevilla need three. And I can't, see them, I can't see them getting three goals. And I can definitely see Dortmund at least getting one. Yeah, with, with so, that buying the pitch. I, I, think, I, I think I think honestly, if they had a chance, they they could do it now. I think because obviously they've got Sancho out. That Claude, that was it, George Georgie Reyna, whatever his name is. Yeah, Re- yeah, he, well, Giovanni Reyna. He's meant to be. Yeah, he's meant to be good as well. Yeah, and I think if any time to do it, they're going to be now. I think Cause this is like they've got the manager to do it because they've got the the old Real Madrid manager, haven't they? Um, Ruby L- Lopetegu. Yeah, Lopetegu. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. So they got in. So you come obviously must you know you don't just get the Real Madrid job, do you? That's a, I know it's a classic phrase. You don't just go and get the Real Madrid job, even whatever state they're in. You don't go and get that job. So I think the time is now, sort of, to go and go there. This would be a big game if they can turn this deficit around, and it puts a mark on it as that we're not just the Europa League team that gets into the Champions League. We we got we got to put these performances in against you know against the biggest. Well, you say bigger size. They've done it in the Europa League against the likes of Inter, us lot. You know, done Liverpool like a few years ago, a few years more. I think. It's time to do it now. Like this is the time now because they've got a good squad. I think they can. They've, they've got a good squad, know, but they, something, I, something's got to give. Something's got to give. Almost, I, isn't it? I feel like they they can't keep doing. They can't keep finishing third, recycling it back, and you know they've got to go and win a game or something. I think this is just a bit of a stretch for them, to be fair, because 
like being already down by one with three away goals conceded. Again, listen against a team that is they're, they're not exactly the strongest at the back. Dortmund, right? They can they definitely can score goals, but they're not the strongest at the back. There's definitely going to be some goals today, but I can't see Sevilla getting getting the three goals. They have to basically win either two nil or or three one, and I just don't see any of those scenarios happening. And I, I'm going to go for a Dortmund win again. Yeah, I'm that's... I'm not sure. I'm really not sure on this one, to be honest, because I think, yeah, you're right. Dortmund will want to bounce back. I think Sevilla, I just know, they, they, this is this is their time now. This is the time where they've got to change it. But I know under Unai Emery, they had a deep, like, at the time, they had a decent manager, you know, and that, that he seems to be taking them somewhere after the Europa League. But that this has got to be, because this guy is decent as well. This They've got a good manager here. And I think this is the time. They've got the likes of, you know, they've got a solid, they've actually got a good defence, unlike um, against unlike Dortmund, so that maybe they can hold off, may hold them off. Like if Haaland's not getting the service, maybe you know they sh- they have to sort of pray, got to pray on Haaland having an off day at the end of the day, haven't they? Yeah, definitely. Haaland and um, Haaland's the main threat. The the guy just seems to every time he gets the ball at his feet, in and around the box, he just seems to either go on target or just go and fly in, and they keep can't do anything about yeah. it. I mean, no, even Neuer couldn't do anything about it. But you know, uh, it is what it is, and. Um, I think Dortmund are going to going to easily go through here. Right. Yeah. So uh, PSG against Barcelona oh, on Wednesday. Spicy. A game that looks bring in the masala. Game, it looks. I didn't even. I, 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 <laughs> bring in the masala. Is that what is that going to be our little? I I, I, I think <laughs> I think this is a, you know tagline. tagline. This, this is a game of the week, especially with the history that I've had. Um, with the surgery Roberto goal, you know, a couple of years ago, this, this has you know so much build up to it. And what can happen in this game? All right, Barcelona are away this time, but does it really matter with no fans in the stadium? We've got the ultimate bottle yeah. of Pochettino. You know, you know, you know, well, it's, there. Yeah, it's, it's there. there. Yeah, you know, it's there. The, the battle of the <laughs> seems set up. The seems set up. against Poch. Yeah, it does all seem set up to uh, for an upset again, but. What Barcelona in no shape or form to cause that? Yeah, no, no. away from home. Like it, last time, it did happen, but last time P- uh, Barcelona were at home in the second leg, going into, um, sorry, PS PSG uh, won their game at home, whereas this time they they won yeah. the game away. So I mean, I didn't even watch the game uh, PSG yeah. Barcelona because it's obviously, it's obviously on at the same time as Liverpool, and I'm not going to watch this game either. I'm just going to have to have it. Either on like on on a laptop or something. So in the, in the first game, it, uh, sorry mate, in the first game, what was most what was most shocking to me was how Barca let the let the game run away from them. Like this seemed years gone by, right? Barcelona would get the ball and they would control. There was just a total lack of control within their play, and the PSG pace just just killed them. They just looked like a tired old team. Um, to, to start with, and again, it was just that lack of control that was most shocking. Which, again, in this in the second leg, it, it begs the point of have they got enough to bring it back? I just don't think so. No, neither do I. Um, I feel like a four four one was um, it's just too much to come back from. I know they got the um, uh, they got they got a goal in the end, but you know. And even if even an even, team, even a three nil win doesn't put them through, so no, do you know do you know what I mean? So you can go and beat PSG three nil away 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 from home, and he still don't get through. So I, I think I think it's finished. It's it's a sad story for Messi. It really is the best player to ever ever play football. He's going to go out of the Champions League. I, listen, we don't know if he's going to stay. Um, 
at Barcelona. But if this is his last year uh, at Barcelona, then it is a sad ending. Listen, the, the guy's staying. He's got uh, Bartomeu who's coming as president. Uh, you know, Aguero's supposed to be going. <laughs> he's, he's not going anywhere. But but you, I, you know what? I think we, we didn't mention this. Although you did mention Pochettino being a bottler, but we didn't mention this, right? Pochettino's yeah. bottler. If he can bring this through, you know, and, and get over this mental hurdle of, you know, getting to getting to uh, getting past Barcelona after what's happened with the PSG team in the PSG team in the past, that's got to give him some confidence, right? It's got to give him yeah. some kind of, you know, yeah. push. I think Tuchel overcame that barrier. I think Tuchel done it because he, he was in that. He was in the team. Obviously, yeah, he bottled it against us a lot. Rashford mm. scored the penalty, but I think he came over. They got to a final, and I think yeah, obviously we're not going to talk about Chelsea, but like I think you know I think that was that's down to his credibility as a manager as well. But like that's different. That's conversation for a different time. I'm talking about Chelsea. yeah. I'm I'm talking about I'm I'm, to, I'm like, talking he's about doing, you know it. Pochettino himself. Like he'll want obviously he wants to get through, yeah for himself. He'll yeah, need definitely. to push it through for the for the team. Yeah, with his leadership. Yeah, we've got we've got a club that reached the Champions League final. They seem to have put that bottling phase behind them. Hopefully, under Tuchel. So hopefully, he can. They the squad can help out. Hey, well, getting to a final, and losing that's still they can, you know <laughs> it's stuck with it. That yeah. is still what he done, I yeah. guess. That is what he done as well, yeah. I guess. So, but yeah, no, they can do it. That's one thing they can sort of accomplish yeah. together, I guess. But yeah, you see, you just need a couple more players. But the problem with Barcelona is that they've got a they've got a team and it's. They've not really replaced them. They've let PK age. Longley's there. I'm Titty's just there. It seems he's not. They're not taking it. You know, they're not game. Well, they're not the better centre. One of the better centre backs here about. Obviously, I think the last I heard of Longley was against us when they knocked us out of the Champions League when he was with Sevilla. And I think you know he had a really good performance that day. But then again, he's just not regarded as one of the better centre backs. I don't think. And the problem with Barcelona is that they're not Real Madrid. <laughs> They can't. They can't go and they can't. They won't go and just spend the well, money. That's not in the ethos, know, is it? That's not in, in 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 how they. No, how exactly. Are. And that's that. That no. And they've so they've got you know they're they're probably getting the kids in now. So there's a Pedri, Fatty, um, Pedri, Fatty, and centre back as well. Minguaza, Minguaza, that was it. Yeah, Minguaza. They playing this kid Minguaza. But that's what they do. Yeah. Um... Well, they'll go and scout like what they've done with us. Like they'll go and get this Gerard PK back from. Um, United, they'll get this peak. They'll get the Fabregas back from Arsenal. That's this. Just that's how they work. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think for the future they've got very good young players. You know, um, Pedri, Fatih, Trincao, uh, Puig, or Pridge, or whatever, however you say his name. So they've got some good young players to build for the future. But you know, like I said, their squad is aging. PK is aging. Um, I mean, they've got some good. You know, Serginho, Des, Jordi Alba. I don't know. I think he's aging slightly as well. but you know, the, the, you can't say that squad that squad isn't good. You know, Frankie de Jong is a, a very, very good, still young player as well. So yeah. with Messi, Griezmann, it's on par. It's something I'd say that's on par with that PSG team. Really, yeah. I mean, it's got the good attack. It got a good attack. There's a couple of good defenders. Yeah, couple like, midfielders. That's that it. It's PSG not a team big, isn't, isn't fantastic. They play Parades. No, do you know what I mean? They play. Parades. No, exactly. Yeah, and uh, so and then mid- their midfield is is not anything to to like to write home about. So. This game is this game is has, it was over. I think Parades is good. I think Parades but... Parades decent. Parades is decent for them. I like Parades. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say PSG. I, no, in fact, for the for the for the game, I'm gonna say PSG still win. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say two 0 I'm gonna say PSG two 0 Right. The uh... I, I can't. Yeah, I'd say similar. Two three 0 three one. Yeah. I can't. I can't see a Barcelona. 
comeback of, of the days gone by or even just a mini comeback for Pride, I guess. Right, so... I can't really see that. Second, uh, the, the last game of the week in the Champions League is going to be Liverpool versus RB Leipzig. 2-0 um, going into the game, Liverpool lead. And it's a home fixture, but it's not really at home because it's in Budapest, so it's not home at all. I don't know why it's in Budapest. Like, w- we have to go is that further the only one than of these that are in... Um... Is that the only one of the four that are at neutral locations? These four Champions League ones, isn't it? Yeah, it's the one that's supposed to be in Germany, I, I, right? I that's the other so. one that's been uh, been pulled away. Oh no, there's Dortmund. So where's Dortmund? Where's, okay. uh, where's that one being played? That's got to be. Didn't they play it? Didn't they play at Sevilla? Oh, yeah. it's it, it's because uh, the UK. T- oh yeah, I'm confused now, P. What's going on? So is it in Budapest? <laughs> what is this game? Yeah, Budapest. Oh, so German <laughs> German teams can't come to the UK. That's what it is. Yeah, Which, due to the variance. Listen, I understand that, but I, like, it's just a bit far for us to go for a home leg. You know what I mean? Like, well, where do you want it like, to German, be? Like Hungary is right next to Germany. It's calm for them. It's like a road trip, but for us, it's a full flight. Anyway, two um, 0 going into the game. What does that do for your? It, what? Yeah, because it's in a way. Have you got plans for Sunday? Fixture. So. Um, oh, P, grow up. You've got the Monday <laughs> game. Oh, have we? No, it's not yeah, about the trouble. It's just it's the fact that we don't have the advantage of being at home for our home game, but neither did they. So, um, no, yeah. If one of your players pulls up on the plane, plane steps up, then yeah, enough, yeah, then yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I'll let you. Know. To you be fair, otherwise. knowing knowing our luck, <laughs> knowing our luck, Fabinho would like yeah. bang his head and just like fall off or something like. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> I, I, even though, even though we're in really bad form, we did play well against Leipzig, and I can see us doing it again. Their their defense, they played three at the back, but they played one of the weirdest, the a high line three at the back where Angelino was basically playing left wing. Mukiele, Mukiele, I don't know, I don't know what he was doing. Umbenkano can't play out from the back, and who was the other centre back? Klosterman. Klosterman played pretty well, but their three centre backs just. I don't know what they were doing against our attackers. Um, and if they played the same way again, they're going to get... OK, knowing Liverpool, they're probably going to beat us, even if they play the same way again. But I can see us winning this game again 2-1. And I'm just going to put that out there straight away. I'd say, I'd say yeah, probably you, know, you might win. But I think against us a lot as well, you saw the hot and the cold of Leipzig. Like, you know, we beat them 5-0. It's sort of when one goes in... The head drop, sort of. You can see the inexperience at that level yeah. of the squad, you know, coming into the big games. But then, if they turn on the style, like they did, you know, when they need the win, you know, they, you know, Angelino will be bombing on every cross will yeah. hit the striker. Obviously, he's good at crosses. Yeah, it, it, it cross was two ball, mistakes. But all of a sudden, he, one of his his balls are always on the money, and all it takes is one of them to hit the man against your inexperienced mm. defense, and you know, it's a goal. One brings two, brings three, four, five for them lot because that's just how they play. They play similar to you. Yeah, I mean, they they, they won at the weekend 3-0 against Freiburg. Uh, goals from Unkunku, Sorloff and Forsberg. So, you know, they have good attacking players. Uh, but, uh, like... Sorloff's had gone... He's done He's done really well. Considering he was at yeah. Palace, I think, and he was... He couldn't yeah, hit Barndor. Yeah, true. And, and now that Juan that uh, is back He's kicked well. on really Juan well. Chan is now um, available after, after a long injury at the start of the season. So, you know, they've got some pace in yeah, the team to, to hurt our back line. And we, we scored from two mistakes, remember? Two two defensive mistakes and we managed yeah. to get two and goals. he had a good chance. That that Korean fellow you yeah. just said. He yeah, had, he had a good he chance a good at the chance. end to, 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 to get one back. So, 
Um, it is going to be a hard, hard game, but I think Liverpool are going to are going to pull through from this one. Look, uh, Kieran, what do you think? You know what? <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be as clear cut as as a as a Liverpool win. Uh, four out of no. the last five they've won. No. If you look at even before they lost to you guys, they're on a pretty good run. Have they got enough in the tank without Werner? Still, I'm, I'm, we talked about this before. I don't think so. I don't think they have. At, at that, yeah, at that and, level, no, and the way and the, you know the the top top thing is you know Liverpool have been eliminated uh, at this stage is what I'm reading um, after winning away from home in the first leg, so they've got to overturn that against the 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 mightiness of Liverpool. However, Liverpool aren't going to be at full strength, so maybe this is the occasion. This is what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to be as clear cut as you know uh, a two one straightforward Liverpool win. Is it going to be Phillips Williams at the um, back? It's going to, is well, Fabinho's back, 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 and he played in midfield when he came oh, out he? against Fulham. He's got, to, he's got to play in midfield. He, he has to play him in midfield. Do not drop him back. You have to. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't just play Phillips. Maybe Williams Fabinho. All the time. Fabinho, yeah. Fabinho, yeah. No, Fabinho no, can play. No, but this, this is the whole point. You, if you play Fabinho there, you stop that virus before it even gets Early. to the centre backs. Yeah. You know, you if you win the ball, like I've, I've talked to you about this before, win the ball higher up like you, you've done in the past with the way you would normally play, and it doesn't even get to your centre-backs. Most That's the Henderson yeah, logic. It doesn't saying. even that get was... there. But, you know, Jurgen Klopp is, yeah. is Jurgen Klopp, um, and he'll he'll just bottle it and, you know, don't have the, inten- don't have the intensity <laughs> to play all games. Oh, we uh, the And, um, yeah, yeah blame it, on the fault. You'll blame, oh, yeah, blame the, on the um, wind. What's the temperature in in the Puskas Arena tomorrow? Let me just have a quick check. If it's below three, <laughs> it's uh, apparently Alison it's will spicy, have coffee. Like masala. <laughs> 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 right? No, yeah. I don't know. Is I think this what, um, right, if, if yeah. this is what this is going to be, just saying that Liverpool are blaming the. Fu- I, I I definitely remember one of us saying a few days ago we drew the game because it was foggy. It, it might not have been. It, might have been Viren. I didn't say it. I, nah, I don't know. You can have a look at what I said. I said I said Tyler and Nevston on commentary. Mm. I didn't say that. Yeah, was, it a bit, was it a bit foggy and that's why you drew against Palace? It was... No, nah, I was. I proved to you. I, I tried to prove it wasn't foggy. I was trying to look through the match photos, trying to see. Obviously, it's not foggy like when you're trying to make a 10-yard pass yeah, to switch the play. It's not foggy when yeah. you try and do uh, that, that, is, that is the end of the um, the football part of the, of the podcast. We are going to touch quickly on <laughs> just some world events. Like we, oh my so God! Kieran, right, yeah, Kieran's go gonna gonna lead this. Go on, yeah, you, you know, at the start, at the start, <laughs> we said the Megan situation. It's not the Megan situation, Bruin. It's, it's, uh, it's the royal family situation. It's the royal family situation. <laughs> yeah, and I think we've got to talk about it because it's, uh, it's a matter. That yeah, we do. You know, every, everyone's looking at. Um, but instead of talking about what's going on there, because we don't know too much about it, and and the uh, and the actual um, interview with Oprah. What is Piers Morgan doing? What oh, is Piers no, I, Morgan? Listen, doing? I really like. It's a, it's a, it's an unpopular opinion, but I like Piers Morgan sometimes. I like some of the opinions uh, that he has. So clear up this statement. What has he said? What has Piers Morgan said? What clear hasn't he said? He tweeted like I think he tweeted about sixty times over the past two days just about Megan. He's yeah. absolutely obsessed with the girl. I don't know why he's obsessed with her. But this has been in the past as well. So, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's had past time. Apparently, this is, again, all allegedly. Uh, almost like alleged agenda. He, he was apparently a, a contact of Meghan Markle. And then Meghan Markle cut ties with him. 
And this is where it all, all you know, spurts from. But him in general, like, I, I get what you're saying, Kareem. I get, I get why he polarises opinion as well. But if you look at it from the perspective of him being a journalist and, and being in America, I saw a great tweet. I, I forgot the, I forgot the contacts, but it was all about how you know in America, sensationalised media is the thing. That's what gets clicks. That's what gets mm. viewers. That's what drives you know revenue value. And what he's done is taken how they approach it over there, and he just took it. He brought it over here, and we're all we're all biting into it. We are yeah. all biting into it, and we're all you. You watch his Good Morning it's Britain doing so well, right? Uh, here's what I said to my friends, right, about this and Meghan Markle. They left for a reason. They left the royal. Fa- the royal family is a big thing, right? The they, people don't just leave for no reason. They left for a reason. Uh, Harry and Meghan, and now they're voicing their opinion and sharing those reasons. They would not make this up. They would obviously just tell the truth on why they left. <laughs> they, like, why would they make up new things on why they left? They would just. They wouldn't. They would just say why they left and why they are in the position that they're in. Yeah, and I think it's important. We've got to speak about it. Is it inadvertently? Is it inadvertently they, they they say these comments because like a similar thing? What they might not realize, they might not realize what they're saying. Sometimes. Hey, who's they? Bro? For example, they? the only thing that I've seen on this regarding like who who's they? You said like they, you they took... the oh the royal family, the royal family, the royal family. They might not understand like how they've offended her. I I would just let them be, and I don't know why Piers Morgan is so obsessed with her, and I don't know why the royal family are like this to her because they weren't like this to Kate. Like the tabloid, yes, the media were on on at Kate, right? But they weren't on at Kate like they are on at Megan, and you you can see why. I'm not going to put the I'm not going to say it, but I'm yeah, going yeah. to state the obvious. You can yeah, see you're why. right, you're right. There's a, there's obviously a comparison, especially with like the the Daily Mail and the and the Mirror Post side by side when they were going through similar situations, and you know there were total adverse reactions from the media. But at the same time, you have to think what Meghan Markle has, has come from. Like she mentioned it yesterday, right? She was a waitress and then an actress and then she's, uh, you know, a princess. Now, uh, yeah. Yeah. I imagine K- Kate would have been... Uh... <laughs> it's a pretty good upgrade. Yeah. It's pretty K- good, K- good promotion. K- yeah. Kate would have been, uh, you know, silver, I don't want to say silver spoon, but she would have come from a very good background. Whereas, yeah. whereas yeah. Megan Allen. But I thought, you know, we need to touch on it because it's a, it's a big thing. And um, I, I'm looking forward to, but I'm not looking forward to, because I don't think we should be talking about it, we should have to talk about it, but looking forward to how the, 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 uh, the crown, the institution reacts to it. You do feel sorry for her, because all she's done is had a career, met Harry, fell, fell in love, decided that she, this, this royal family situation isn't really for her, it's not the life that she wants to live and, and, and family that she wants to bring up, and she decided to, to go. And she's voicing that opinion to a fellow, uh, a fellow black woman who she probably looks up to and admires, and that's absolutely fine. I don't see a problem with it. Yeah, I just I just want to touch on one one other thing, a bit controversial. The race, the the color of the baby. Yeah. Did he he bought this? This was the only thing I've seen on Piers Morgan. He brought up like, oh, this he had he said something about the color of the baby and why that should matter. Is it, no, it was, along those lines? It, was the royal fa- it was the royal family were concerned about how dark skinned the baby was going to be. That's what she said. So the royal okay. family were concerned that the baby was going to be dark yeah, skinned. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, that, like, there's no getting away from that. Really hopefully the, uh, the, the situation in Britain, the moment gets cleared can up. I, um, and we're, can, we're, yeah. can, you can, I, you can, you can say whatever you can want. I, can I drop one final segment in? <laughs> Go on. Um, dish of the week. Yeah. 
dish of yes. the week. What like food? Dish well, only food, mate. Ooh. Only food, mate. <laughs> this is off yeah. topic. Off okay. mine. What? So what? What we've eaten? No, the the dish of the week. Like you've eaten one thing this week. P. I know what you had this morning for breakfast. Well, I say this morning. It's more like half three in the afternoon. Um, listen, but <laughs> listen, COVID times. Isn't it, isn't it, you know? The dish of the week. Late fasting. The dish it? of the week, and mine this week. In the spirit of International Women's Day, is uh, is a dish that my mum made. It was samosa chat. Okay. Shout out to my mum, Chris's curries on the menu. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it was samosas with like just like a, a tamarind sauce with it, and it was uh, it was amazing. And uh, yeah, that's my dish of the week. Nice, good dish of the week. Well, what we'll do is uh, in the next in the next episode, Viren will do his. And then I'll do mine, and then we'll keep yeah. going like that. Very, you got to think of something that you've eaten this week or homemade. Can't can't be can't be. It's my it's my dad's birthday. Don't grab a wicked finger meal and, and say that's your dish of the yeah. week. No, no, I was going to say. Yeah, I know what you like. Yeah. And if you want to see the picture of the food, I'll put it. I'll put <laughs> it. Um, I'll put it on my uh, on my uh, what is it on my Twitter, and I'll send it to you so you can actually see it. And it was it's banging, bro. That is the end of this show. Uh, thank you for listening. This was our was our first first episode. Thank you to Kieran and Viren. Thanks for having us. Pete. No worries. Uh, yeah, well, we're gonna do we're gonna do more of these shows. Uh, Premier League previews, reviews, Champions League games. You know anything that we can think of. Any anything from from the listeners that they wanna that they wanna input as well. Um, so yeah, that is the the end of the the podcast. And thank you for listening.